Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. This is a podcast where we talk a lot about suicide, suicidal thoughts, and depression, and joke around about those things because we're comedians who have dealt with those things. So we like to have fun talking about it, and we hope that helps you. But we're not joking around because we take those things lightly. We just want to establish that right up top. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts right now, and especially if you're feeling yourself close to suicide, first of all, know there is no part of us that ever encourages it. Please stay safe. And if you are feeling that, we want you to reach out right now and call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're so helpful. They will talk to you whenever, wherever. They really are just a great ear when you need someone to talk to. So please call if you need it. And otherwise, enjoy the show. To the worst sounding episode. I know. <laughs> we got no Aristotle this week. I feel weird. We can't get no Aristotle. <laughs> yeah, we, well, he just works. He's just, you know, a working man. Yeah, he's a working man. A busy man and a working man whose car broke down. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, he was already really fucking busy and then his car broke down and he, it like overcomplicated everything. Couldn't so. make his job at the old podcast mines. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Working at Starburns Industry day and night, <laughs> he mining left his, the audio. His pickaxe is in the trunk of his car, <laughs> and he forgot it. So, yeah, he can't... Uh... So, thank you for joining us on the worst sounding episode. Does this sound good? I don't know. So, Hampton, how are you? <laughs> I'm sorry that I just did that to you in your car or wherever you listen to your podcast. Perhaps at home in the garage while you're working on Aristotle's car. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably listen to this podcast in your garage, <laughs> you know, hiding from your wife. <laughs> we're a little bit of a garage podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, we're kind of like the opposite of WTF, where he records in the garage. We send you to the garage. Yeah, we record in a much more professional place, <laughs> but you need to listen to it in a fucking pile of trash, <laughs> which is where Marin records, by the way, in a fucking trash can. <laughs> Why are we making these rivalries? <laughs> Marin, I fucking put it to you now. I'll fight you anytime. <laughs> what the fight? What the? F- Why the fight? Why the fight <laughs> with Dave Ross? Why'd you fight me? <laughs> That's really funny, actually. You do that after like a legit boxing match. Why? It's just like why? Why were you punching me what? that whole time? <laughs> Excuse me, you like I just want to podcast with you after we have our boxing match because I felt like there was something going on. There. <laughs> yeah, you kept hitting me and hitting me, and I didn't even know you. Oh, man, oh, that's funny. Oh, the kid back in the 1920s, the kid. Oh, his style of boxing. Well, he after every time he'd get hit, he'd go, "Why are, why are you mad at me?" <laughs> That was his style of boxing. What, what's wrong? Are we cool? Are we cool? <laughs> Float like a butterfly. Cry if you get stung by a bee. 
<laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> the thriller in Manila. <laughs> we all saw it. <laughs> Muhammad Ali up against the ropes going, what's wrong? <laughs> the crier from New Hampshire. I feel, <laughs> I feel like our friendship's in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I just met you yesterday and it seemed like we yeah. really got along. <laughs> the, cri- the crier in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's Jack Robichaud. That's his fighter name. Man. (laughs) Damn. Funny comedian. Good friend. Good friend. What's up, Jack? Funny comedian. Check Uh, out Dead Kevin. Massive depressive. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He's always saying stuff like, you want a Miller? Or like, how are you? He's such a he's such a not a depressive guy. <laughs> oh, you got to get to the you got to get to the center of Jack. Oh, is he is he is he? No, he's just a deep guy. Oh, I love he's Jack. Got, he's got so many layers. Look, I'm friends with Jack. Listen, <laughs> that crier in New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, welcome to Suicide uh, Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. Hi, I'm Hampton Yant. You found yourself at a mental health comedy podcast where we joke our way through dark shit. What? what? How, are, how did we I get here? I don't think that's our podcast. Oh, you're right. I mean, that's their podcast. <laughs> this... I'm not like other girls' podcasts. <laughs> I'm, I have my own podcast. No, no, no. Yeah. I have my own podcast. It is a mental health uh, podcast, but you know, lately it's been a lot of comedy, and I think we'll we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, this is an episode where we talk about that. We got we got uh, we got some stuff we want to talk about with you, um, guys. Sit down, get in the garage. We have to talk to you. <laughs> it seems that you've been listening to a suicide podcast. Well, that's good because it's this <laughs> podcast and we host it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. We've been uh, thinking a lot about the show, and I guess how do we? I guess we have some announcements with the show. That's how you yes. say it. We ha- it's an announcement. It'll be episode. a long form announcement. Yeah, that you might even be indistinguishable from a conversation. Smash cut to <laughs> me crying and Hampton beating me up. Uh, Whoa! Why? Whoa! Quit talking about my fucking dream journal. <laughs> <laughs> I was the crier in New Hampshire all along. <laughs> <laughs> guys i just i don't even know how we're gonna top that po- that joke on the podcast we quit <laughs> but i do think if anybody listens to us in new hampshire like please make that a thing please just say that to everybody yeah oh my god if you could make one of those old boxing posters you know that look like yeah you know what i'm talking about well there's that for sure i just <laughs> think we i want to bring it into the fucking lexicon i want people to say it. the saying yeah the minute you start showing any emotion in new hampshire like oh the crier in new hampshire Absolutely. nick lavely i look to you man you work with <laughs> nick lavely ever no nick lavely is a comic in manchester he's super fucking funny sweet guy too and he runs that wednesday show at the shaskeen pub every mm. wednesday every wednesday yeah mm. uh that i've done and jack's done it a bunch is he depressed I'm sure. Oh, he does comedy, of course. He's sober, so definitely. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He, like, at least had to deal with that Mm. at some point in his life. Mm. He also makes those... Have you seen those, um... Those, uh... What are they called? Um, They're action figures. He... The one-off, uh... 
specified action figures for like famous people or for people's birthdays. Do you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Nick. It's called like Wicked Action Figures or something oh, like that. Oh, he like runs that company? He makes those, yeah. Oh, he makes those? Isn't that crazy? Oh, fucking awesome. <laughs> I know, they're so... Wow. Fuck, I wish I remember... Hold on. The new posable Hampton Yunt action figure with nagging wife and cats. <laughs> <laughs> Hampton action! Get the action! It's Hampton Yunt! It's an action figure! Hampton Yunt action figure they're with called with therapist <laughs> on speed dial and weed. <laughs> They're called Wicked Joyful, at Wicked Joyful on Instagram, and he makes one-off action figures. Uh, actually, one of our fans, a mm. listener to Suicide Buddies, um, sent me one on Instagram recently, and it's this one, Kurt Cobain. Uh, <laughs> and it's Bane from Batman? This is fucking awesome. Yeah. Wow. And Yeah, so Nick actually didn't reveal that it was him making these. Uh, it was like secret. He ke- was keeping stand up separate from his action figures, but he announced it recently. Um, wow! I'm curious where this came from. I'm actually very proud of us for mentioning Bane and then not doing a Bane impression. I just want to shout out: comedy's really changing in 2020. I feel like it's gonna happen, Hampton, any moment. <laughs> <laughs> you do a Bane voice for any reason? No, on this no, show. I don't want. I, I don't want. Yeah, to know. see, see, see. I don't, I don't want to. God damn Bane, it! This year's come on, come on out, suck. Bane. How are you? Oh, I prefer the darkness. <laughs> That's where I was born. <laughs> Man, I really, I swear to God, I was actually proud of myself for not. But you did it. And then I did it. Bane, uh, I'm apparently. I'm a fucking monkey. I'll do anything, dude. It's Bane. Money. It's not you. Bane succumbs to peer pressure. Hampton's very strong, but Bane is like, I'll do whatever anyone asks. It's like so funny how it's like, it's quickly, it's it's past the Borat, my wife, or <laughs> totally. Austin Powers, like, my do I make wife. you horny? It's like Bane voice is the new, most annoying thing you could possibly do. <laughs> My wife is a prison in the ground. No. No. <laughs> Come on. No, Bo- Bane. Bane Borat. Bane Rat. Bane Rat. <laughs> All right, guys. Come on, Nick. Are you listening? <laughs> Fucking make if Bane you're, Rat, if you're dude. In the garage, start making the news right now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm fucking saying. Bane rat, dude. God, that's funny. (laughs) I'm so sorry for how bad the sound quality is now that I have to be in fucking charge. It's hard to be Aristotle. And I say that on many levels. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, he's so sexual. (laughs) And I... (laughs) All right, guys. Big announcement. Uh... I, Hampton Yacht, and the rest of the cast from Mystery Science Theater 3000 are doing a movie riff show here in Los Angeles. We're going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter Theater on uh, February 22nd, and I put uh, some links up on uh, HamptonYacht.com. And I really hope people come out. Like this will be so much fun. We're going to like surprise the audience with a movie. Uh, so far, we have some really good choices, and we're just gonna riff it in front of a live audience. Dude, hell yeah, man! What date is that? February twenty second. Nice, dude. Yeah, that's my plans. I am fucking on tour like crazy this year. Uh, well, I mean, I'm gone a lot, but uh, I'm not gone all of February, almost all of February. So I'll be there, dude. <laughs> I'm excited that you're doing it while I'm in town. February 22nd at the Dynasty Typewriter at the Hayworth, downtown L.A. What time? 
Well, now I feel like if you're going to be there, we should riff the movie Dave. I think so, too. I mean... Because that's the only movie I watch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I'm going to be there, you have to, because it's the only movie I watch. Um, Or movies starring people named Dave. Okay. Um, I don't think there's any actors named Dave. um, It's it's kind of... Hollywood doesn't want Dave's, is more the point. That's true. Dave Coulier. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Dave Dave Coulier. Coulier. You can <laughs> Dave Coulier, there you go. Hey, guess what? Same name. Wow. Hey, guess what? We're best friends. <laughs> hey, cut it out. Hey, slit my hey, wrist. You know what I mean? Shit my dick. Slit. Cut slit. my wrist. Slit my wrist. <laughs> Dave Coulier. <laughs> when Dave Coulier oh, yeah. suicide. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Uh, you're on the road. You're going to Fresno next? Oh yeah, I'm in uh, this. Uh, this episode drops uh, as soon as possible. Really. Yeah, Thursday the 16th. I'm in Fresno tonight. I'm in Sonoma, California tomorrow, um, and I want you to come to those. But then next week, I'm gone for like a week and a half, and I'm going uh, a bunch of places I haven't been in a fucking while, dude. I'm going to Tulsa. I'm going to Oklahoma City, Dallas. Uh, we were just in Houston. So that I've been to recently, but I'm going to be in Houston. Then I'm doing a show in Toronto. And here's some cool news. My Toronto show is Thursday, uh, January 30th at the Ossington. Um, and my my show just sold out. So we added a second show. There's an early show and there's a late show. And the ticket link for my late show will go up tomorrow. Beautiful. And then I'm also going to be in, doing shows in Ohio. So, yeah, go to my website, davetotheross.com. Come to those shows. And then there's more shows in the South and shit in March. And I'm headlining the Hard Times Comedy Tour on the East Coast. We just announced that uh, in April. And that's like Philly, D.C., Boston, Portland, New York, and West Virginia, and that's all on my website. Pretty much, if you don't see Dave uh, when he shows up right next to you, <laughs> you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Dave's going to be like literally five feet from you, and you're not going to see him? What are you, Sonoma? <laughs> um, Sonoma, the Toronto of America. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's our Toronto. It's Sonoma. Okay. Yeah. Oh, got it. No, you're right. Every country has a Toronto. (laughs) That's so funny. What the Tel Aviv, the Toronto of Israel. (laughs) I have been going around saying everything is like the Paris of that place. If it truly is like the exceptional city Uh of it, so I always be like Atlanta is the Paris of the South, or like Chicago is the Paris of the Midwest, right? Like. But I mean, I don't even know. Like if I'm Barstow joking. is the Paris of California. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> sure, it's less of a joke. It's more of a truth. Yeah, it's like a thing you think. God, when I get up on stage, I light a couple cigarettes, <laughs> and, and I, I just, just vamp. I just start truthing. <laughs> yeah, hard, and the audience they start holding their sides. They're like, "I've never heard so much truth before." <laughs> totally. Oh, this is why Hampton oh, was able truth. to record four comedy specials this year. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Cause and they're all gonna come out on Netflix, <laughs> and they've got really cool names like, oh fuck yeah! The Can you believe in it? New Hampshire, <laughs> Crier in New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. 
I'm like, hey, uh, smoking a cigarette. I'm smoking like a cigar at this point. I've leveled up in the set to five cigars in my mouth. I'm like, what about the police? (laughs) You think they're uh, good guys? Okay, go back to bed, America. I think we would all be better off if every police police officer was an actual pig. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. And yeah, all have everyone in the audience is actually sitting in a trash can. Uh, yeah. Yes, I found this scarf yesterday. <laughs> oh man. Um, so here's what I think. I I realized this the fourth time I fucked my own sister. <laughs> I found a couple truths in incest. <laughs> Guys, the, the the journey through incest is going to bring you to a lot of truths. The the name of the first special is more like in best. <laughs> yeah. Incest in best buy. <laughs> I'm having fun. Uh no, yeah. So, um Texas and Oklahoma, Toronto, Ohio and then in the south and Just then the hard times tour on the east coast I'm fucking I can't tell you it's cool because I've been touring for a while for like four or five years and uh, it's hard to describe it's subtly different but it's like it's a diff I'm doing it in a different way I think because I'm hopping around and flying oh. and going to bigger cities, and I'm just so yeah. excited. Man. I've like hated my career for <laughs> the last couple of years because it was like I would just only do what my agents had put in front of me. Oh so yeah. It, oh, it's because I'm doing it. That is why. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> I mean, we had this conversation a long time ago where I was like, "Dave, you could totally be doing this," and it's so funny because immediately your response was, um, "I've been I've been touring mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Like you you had a way of doing touring." But the difference now is, of course, we do have like a fan base that loves the podcast. Or, Dude, you know, it's so just, cool to to meet you all too. But I'm it's like, fucking, I love it. Taking the initiative and like running it yourself is the huge difference. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy the fuck out of touring now. Yeah, but it is also like I am doing the work of an agent and manager. Right. <laughs> totally. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot more work, but the payoff is like so much. Fucking it's better. fun, dude. It mm-hmm. and it really is so good to meet you all. It's so cool. Uh, how many of you come out to shows and say hi and, um, you know, refuse to buy a tape? I don't know why I got the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just the biggest dick <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, no one's buying tapes. That's weird. Uh, it's, it's almost like I purposely made something that was not. Uh, that no one on wanted any. at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Actually, uh, people buy tapes and I. I could not care less if people purchase things for me. Please don't think I do. I don't want to be that guy. Why are you buying my air horns? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking made those for you guys. There's my face on it. Yeah, no one's buying a Dave gun. <laughs> no one's buying the Dave gun. I sell uh, guns with my name on it. They cost $700. You get one bullet. Wow, uh, that's a real gimme. <laughs> yeah, freebie. Um, bullets are expensive. Yeah, so come to those shows. I'm yeah. at yours too. Hampton's too. February 22nd. Yeah. In LA. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Also, we mentioned this uh, last episode, but we are both starting side project podcasts, other yeah. podcasts. Uh, mine starts at the beginning of February, the first or second week. Um, oh, really? Yeah, dude. It was like planned like that. You know, I just. I've been working on it for so long, mm-hmm. and I have all the moving parts, and I've just like. 
since I have February off, I was like, I want to get going. Yeah. I love the idea. So it's time to go. I have a couple practice episodes recorded. And to your suggestion, I'm going to put one up on the Patreon. Yeah, guys. Because you're going to. Yeah, I'm, uh, I recorded an ep with uh, Georgia Brooks of our new podcast called Nice Bum, Where You From? It's a podcast about butts. <laughs> and we're very interested in where you're from. Uh, we, we, we really think it's fun to talk about these stories of like, you know, what's your unusual story from where you're from? What What's like a story that you feel is like emblematic of where, where you're from, you know? And what I like about that is it doesn't necessarily mean where you were born. It's just where one of the places you've lived that you identify with. Like, I want to know. I love it. Tell me the interesting stories. And you can be like, oh, it's I'm from Chicago. Like, there's so many fucking... Well, tell me the story about Chicago that you feel is so fucking Chicago, I have to know it. I think my episode would be talking about how I'm from Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from hell you on earth. All over. Yeah, dude. That would be. I honestly, you wouldn't be a guest. Cause you're <laughs> army brat. I know. No, I'm just I'm not, you're not from anywhere. You don't have <laughs> <No>. a home. <laughs> You'd be like the perfect guest because you've lived so many places. You can like, have me on a bunch of times. Hell yeah, I'm from there. Yeah. <laughs> Name a place from there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It, this. Uh, oh, and wait, wait, and we're taking suggestions for those at nicebumcast at gmail. So oh, if you cool. guys have any suggestions, we're still taking uh, more suggestions, and we've got some good ones already. But yeah, please write to nicebumcast at gmail. Hampton is putting up uh, for uh, Patreon listeners or Patreon subscribers. He's putting. A practice episode of that podcast up patreon.com slash suicide buddies i'm gonna do the same those are gonna happen next week yeah. um and i want to say one more thing i realize we just promote a shitload of stuff <laughs> and that's a little exhausting so thank you for listening through that um we just like plugged a million things and asked you to pay attention to them and reach and look for them and that's annoying when you listen to a show where you want the content of the show and i know that so thank you for being patient with us it's just honestly a super exciting time for hampton and i because we've been sort of like dancing around making changes in our lives and figuring out what's next and we're Absolutely. now taking initiative and it feels fucking great i man. mean like i'm um, amped about this movie riffing show because it's, yeah. it's literally been like three years in the works yeah yeah and it's like me having to wrangle other friends who are un, you know like at times they, ha they just have so many obligations in life baron yeah. you know he's part of the show he's had like two kids since we've been trying to make this show happen yeah so it's like at times and one of like, them's a baby <laughs> <laughs> like at times he's just like, I am just too busy right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, plus he sold a show. You know what I mean? Like, things have just been going on. And I think that's the thing is, like, I know it's stupid that, like, New Year's happened. And I am trying to use the momentum Dude, of, like... I'm with you, though. I'm just trying to do things and, like, really see them through. And um, Same. I feel great. Me too, dude. Totally. Yeah. And to that end, uh, like we said, we have some things to announce about this show. And we're going to do that after the break. Um, so yeah, you know, listen to this ad for fucking toothpaste. <laughs> Bye. Brush your fucking teeth. We'll be back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your 
happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Doesn't matter what they say, cause I'm gonna get my way. If I don't wanna go. Well, Dave, as everyone knows, uh, podcasting is merely a form of a, a way to get on SNL. <laughs> totally. So, so this is going to become the SNL podcast. <laughs> I'd like to say some things right now. I'd like to express some views, which maybe this is so funny to like make a podcast that's just to get you fired yeah, from SNL totally. in the future. You're like, all right, so number one opinion, I think SNL is dumb and for babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. It's no no other the political opinions leanings. that you're trying that you're trying to create to get fired from SNL are that SNL sucks. I think that- Lauren Michaels oh. talks a bit like Doctor Evil. Hmm? Here's a little bit of a yeah. Here's a, a little bit of a controversial opinion. I hate SNL and I love going to Chinatown. I- <laughs> Well, a little bit of controversy for you. I like all kinds of ethnic neighborhoods. I have only positive feelings about them. My favorite place to watch SNL, Chinatown. (laughs) (laughs) I go Uh, into every restaurant and go, turn on fucking SNL. (laughs) And they're like, it's Thursday during the middle of the day. I'm like, I don't care. Show me that Belushi. (laughs) I'm a screaming white man. I'm a walking (laughs) podcast over here. uh (laughs) Guys, uh, how is your podcast going? Yeah. I've, I feel like we've launched Send us links. a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of people's careers by constantly telling people, "Hey, uh, focus on your dreams." So here's uh, what's been going on. I think what happened is this: uh, Hampton and I both in our Facebook group, Facebook. Well, it's not our Facebook group anymore. You know what? Let's shout it out. Facebook.com. Facebook.com. That's our Facebook group. I just think, <laughs> you guys, honestly, if you've never seen this website, it's incredible. Oh, my Facebook.com. God. Facebook.com. Check you it out. You can talk to friends and you can be in a relationship. Wow. It's going to give me friends in a relationship? <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I don't have any friends and it's complicated. Um, uh our face it's like I said, it's not our Facebook group. It's a, the fans Facebook group now. Facebook.com slash group slash suicide buddies. Um uh, we but, did have to turn over the keys. Yeah. They have the keys now. <laughs> you um, guys are in control of the Facebook. I um you know, I I look in the group because what you guys do for each other is amazing. And uh, Hampton and I both saw that someone was like, what's going on with the podcast? Are they going to stop? Yeah. I, te- <laughs> I tend to be like, oh, two people said something. Oh, my God. Everyone, everyone is saying that. Because somebody did also DM me and it's just like, what's up? Is the podcast ending? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I totally get where the the questions coming from because we've a hundred percent been doing episodes where we're like, we don't want to do the history aspect. So, well, I think that's why it struck me too. Like it's just like we talk about with our own mental health. The reason that something seems like a big deal to you or seems like something real to you is because it's something that's in your brain. Oh yeah. And uh, Hmm. so first of all, we're not ending the podcast. So let's just say that right now. But Uh, I I, I think I'm ending it. 
Well, I, I think, I mean, half of the podcast is ending. I mean, you can keep doing whatever the fuck this is. Yeah, right. Whatever you think yeah, yeah. this is. No, no the but po- the pod is not ending. We we just love each other so much that we have to figure out how to make this work. Yeah, so, so Hampton and I, the real thing is, though, the reason we're doing this episode is we saw those posts online, Hampton got the DM, and we were like, you know what? We have been dancing around an issue, and that issue is this. We both feel, we've talked about it numerous times off mic, that we both feel that we've come to the end of the road with doing a podcast about suicide and suicide in history. Specifically. Specifically. For me, uh, I've said this on this show and on the Patreon a bunch, I can't talk about suicide anymore. And I've thought, like, I'll take a break or something, but it's just so dark for me. I can go dark so easily. It's affecting me very poorly. Yeah. And then Hampton and I have also talked about how the history, it's just not how our brains work. We want, it's like this. We want to want, we want to be good at being historians. We want to want to do <laughs> yeah, the research we and we not. keep trying and it's not happening. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> no. And I tell you, if you're really into history, a big podcast that changed my view of how we were doing was The Dollop. Mm. And I listened to uh, that podcast and I listened to Dave Anthony um, recount just history. And it's so well done yeah. that it made me shamed. Well, I and- just was like, oh my God, we are, we are really not doing enough work totally it always stressed me out too because of i listened to the last podcast on the left i love that's like one of the only podcasts i listen to and uh so yeah we we've talked about it a lot and and uh it's been tough because we've been like for ourselves not like having a i will uh, (laughs) i just started like three sentences i will also say this I think that we were good at the history for a while. I just started three podcasts. Uh, I think that uh, <laughs> I think that we were we were good at doing the history for a while at the beginning when we had a lot of energy, um, and it wasn't the suicide part wasn't hard. I love the show. I think we did it right. I think we worked very hard at it. And then somewhere like a little while ago, we just both stopped wanting to do the suicide history, but we didn't want to end the show. And so Absolutely. since then, we've been doing listener email episodes and checking in guests. and fucking around yeah. and guests anything, and stuff. Anything to avoid the situation. Trying know? to figure out how to keep the show that show without doing the premise of the show. Mm-hmm. And then we see this stuff online and we're like, no, man, we got to make a fucking decision. Yeah. <laughs> at, a, at, a certain point, at a certain point, we're just confusing you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or we're like, all right, here's an episode about a noose I'm making at home. <laughs> it's like, what is this podcast? Are, so are these guys even suicidal anymore? <laughs> That's the episode. There it is. There it is. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, we, we are very conscious of how we might be letting you guys down. And yeah, I feel like when we started, we definitely just didn't know what would come out of doing the podcast. Yeah. So those old episodes uh, are great. Like, But I think I feel a little bit of a different way about it. One thing I realized when doing all these histories was like, this is not like my favorite murder. Yeah. It's structurally... They're kind of all the same story yeah, when it comes well, down to it. Well, there's that, but also like, it's just, these stories are not necessarily salacious which is something i always was worried about it's like these are actual stories of people 
ki- dying, killing themselves, right. uh, ending their lives. It's well, and it's, it's not a who done it. We know who done it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest problem. <laughs> Every episode, every episode, my mind is blown. Oh my god! (laughs) The killer was inside me. The calls were coming from inside. The depression's coming from inside my body. Oh my god! (laughs) And I think I honestly, you know, it's not like I feel this way about any podcast specifically, but I just kind of noticed, you know, the rise of podcasting recently and how much true crime was and being... And Skywalker. <laughs> how much, like, true crime podcasting has yeah, c- yeah. come out recently. And it's like, I don't, I don't know where people's morality is necessarily coming from this. And I feel a little internally conflicted because I'm like... We are talking about real people, real traumas. Yeah. These are these are people when they die, there's an orbit around that yeah. of real people dealing with their their death. And yeah. and I started to really be like you know, and now here's an ad for Quip. Totally. You know, and I was like this this doesn't feel right. Especially since it's like I think the reason that you feel that way is is that like and correct me if I'm wrong, but like it's one thing to offer a story, a relatable story that will make you feel less alone in this world as a depressed or suicidal person, right? Uh, and then it's your show and there are ads on it. It's another thing to do that so many times that you're repeating yourself. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel mm-hmm. is that like after a certain point, every episode, we were like, well, whatever the circumstances of their life, this person was mentally ill. And that was the case with basically every story. There are some yeah. few exceptions, but like... A lot of times if it was a woman, there'd be abuse. Right, totally. There's abuse, there's trauma, there's pro- like yeah. uh, processing that trauma. There's a world that uh, is not set up or and does not want to be set up to help the mentally ill, the depressed, the suicidal. Um, and so I felt like we were telling these stories over and over and over again. And then you throw on top, like the same thing, even though it was a different person and every one of those people has um, like their own story that matters. We didn't feel comfortable telling, doing a suicide podcast if the reason for it wasn't to help. And then we're saying the same thing at the end of every episode. And then (laughs) you throw on top of that what you just said, Hampton, which is that all these stories affect real people that are alive. And that's like... It's tough because our fa- uh, like our fans of the show uh, wanted us to do the big ones, Kurt Cobain and shit like that. But the more famous the person, the more people they affected. And the more recent the suicide, the more people want to hear about it. And I can tell you, like, yeah. the Chris Benoit episode, I think, is still our most listened episode. And it, like, <laughs> really? it... It upset people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I get it was recent, man. Yeah. It was fucking recent. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I think that we landed on like we want the show to exist as a thing that helps people that you can listen to, mm-hmm. but we need to move forward. And so we know what we're going to do with the show. We have ideas, folks. Don't worry. You're staying with us and we're staying with you. We we need, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be, it's, this show is going to stay su- called Suicide Buddies and coming out weekly for the next few weeks or a month while we figure out how to roll it out. But we did want to tell you so you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this show is going to change names, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're going <laughs> to... Man, our show's trans. <laughs> Did you know a, sh- a podcast can transition <laughs> into it? Because it fucking is. Um, no, it's interesting. We're going to, you know, as we said at the beginning, we're going to kind of just drop a little bit of the specificity of yeah. the original concept. Uh, and we're, we're trying to go with Y'all Ever. It's, we're going to, this show will be called Y'all Ever. <laughs> and uh, I'm excited. I'm so, first of all, we already got a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the easiest transition we'll ever make for us. Because literally, it's just going to be the same show, except the premise is now we're talking and being dumb. We're prioritizing that. But it is still about mental health. Yeah. Like, literally, it's like, it's perfect, man. When Hampton, we were talking, we knew we were going to change it to Y'all Ever, and then Hampton had the idea of it being like, Y'all Ever, Y'all Ever, but then it's like a very relatable mental health thing. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, basically, I was watching an episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> and I really got off on this like mental tangent about what is observational comedy. And the funny thing is, like, people were doing observational comedy way before Seinfeld, like George Carlin, like, Literally, that's all he really did is very observational shit. But basically, my problem with Seinfeld or like that kind of style of comedy is like, Milk, who's drinking this? You know, it's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know, go to the back of the room. Shut up. Right, right, but, right. Uh, but like, I think when people are like, who's crying in their cars? <laughs> who, heard, who heard a sad song and now is crying? Like, that's observational. And it, that's that's what I want yeah. out of comedy. And that's what we love about the show and what was the root of the show the whole time for us is, us is like talking, yeah. dealing with us talking about dark shit and being so dumb <laughs> while we're doing it. And that's, yeah. so we, it's going to be a broader comedy mental health show that is much, much more focused on the us hanging out and being stupid uh, and we, but we will also use that platform to talk about real shit. And we want to mm-hmm. use you guys. We want to engage uh, with you guys. You know, where before we were like, you know, send us a suicide that you've researched no. and know is, and it's like way too much work. Now we're going to be asking you, like, has this happened to you? Yeah. Is this a story that's relatable to you, or do you have a story? Like, we also. Wanna- and we're going to be asking you to prompt like our episodes will be called y'all ever blank send us y'all ever questions y'all ever cry alone in your car and then we'll be doing episodes about that shit oh, i love it yeah dude all but, right here's here's a mm-hmm. test one let's do it okay test y'all ever because this is not good <laughs> but this is happening to me have you guys ever shit your pants <laughs> while in the bathroom <laughs> I love this show already. Yeah. <laughs> this has happened to me several times where I'm like at the urinal. Wow. I and I just fully shit my pants. Dude, I, I have never done that, but I've got a very specific to me, y'all ever, that is very related. It goes like this. Okay. Y'all ever shit your pants on stage at the Atlanta Improv? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, dude, did that happen to you? Yes. All right, guys. By the way, write, write these still to buddies, buddies, buddies at Gmail, and we'll keep all the things moving. You know, all the same until yeah. we, we tell you how it's all changed. But we just yeah. Elaborate. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> also, we just made this decision. So the show is still called Suicide Buddies. We're still putting episodes out weekly. You can count on that. Yeah. We're still going to be talking about this sh- this shit that we always talk about. But then somewhere in the next month or so. Um, we just need to talk to Starburns and figure out how to do this right yeah. so it you you it's still on the feed, but it is separate, <laughs> and we just don't know yeah. how to do it yet. Worst yeah. case scenario, you guys are going to have to hit subscribe again. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, but ideally not, though. <laughs> I know. What I just said is the most work you could possibly ask somebody to do is click a button again. I already fucking clicked it two years ago. <laughs> what do you mean, different name? <laughs> I'd prefer nothing in silence. <laughs> Can you imagine our listeners just take out their earplugs and then just don't listen to anything? <laughs> I prefer nothing. <laughs> If I can't hear about uh, suicide in history, I'd rather be dead. <laughs> wow, damn. You know, so, that was kind of... A, uh, sorry, and we no, no, will no. talk about this sh- pants-shitting thing, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, we do care a lot about you guys. Yeah. And, and you know, we take it very real well, what, what's happening. <laughs> 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 so I think that was kind of like... At times, we were just so hesitant to make any sort of decision that would change the podcast. Yeah, that's true. Because we were like, we are literally addressing some audience that is suicidal. Right. And so you have to just take into account where, you know, we, we at one point we were like, we'll end it. You know, yeah. like we just didn't know what to do. Well, so, it's tough. You know. Yeah, it's tough. You, we want to do it softly and safely. I mean, it also is like it just fucking straight up matters to us how many of you have written Oh yeah, and like I know that like you're just you and you're listening. If it, either you, maybe you've written us, maybe you haven't. So either in your life, zero or one people in your life have emailed us and been like, "The podcast helped me so much." But what you what that means is you haven't seen the fact that we've gotten literally hundreds. Hundreds of emails have come our way from people that are like, this podcast helps so much, oh, yeah, or it has saved my life. Yeah. Uh, stuff that like has made me just cry, just sob with happiness that it helped. So, oh yeah, yeah, it's like very, it's been very hard to figure out how to segue <laughs> forward. You yeah. got you guys, you really, yeah, we made, love you guys you so really much. Made Dave and I <laughs> cry truly. <laughs> so in New Hampshire, here it is. <laughs> Um, cry to, to preface when I shit my pants <laughs> at a urinal. That was so embarrassing because it was like literally. I then looked at the toilet next to me and being like, "It was right there." Wow, that's fucking. It was insane <laughs> to shit my pants that close to a toilet. Yeah, dude, I felt it's like running out of gas at a gas station. Except like <laughs> not as bad. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have any gas? Plus, I shit my pants. <laughs> Excuse me, can I burn myself with gas? Well, yes, we have pants? gas and a bathroom, so yeah. you're an idiot. Oh, you know what's great is I also then left the restroom and waited for my order to come up because it was to go, and I just tried to stand away from everybody so I could then walk home. Whoa, you didn't like go into the bathroom stall and take your underwear off and throw it in the... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, good. But, I mean, uh, I still waited for my order of wings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> well, that's fine. That's me not drawing some sort of correlation mm-hmm. between the amount of wings I'm eating. <laughs> oh, I see. Impact shitting my pants <laughs> with the force of a fucking hurricane wind. That is so insane. Like, you had no clue that you needed to shit? No, it was like... <laughs> I was like, and I looked at the toilet. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) Oh my God, dude. That's so crazy. I looked at the toilet with disdain. (laughs) How did you fuck me over, toilet? You piece Piece of of shit. (laughs) Dude, well, this is what happened to me. I was in Atlanta, and uh, this is back when Mike, you know Mike Albanese? Yeah. Yeah, he's a comic in New York. He's really funny. Um, and when he was like a young comic in Atlanta, he was booking the features and hosts. And we knew each other somehow. So he would give me like feature weekends there, which was dope. It was like the. Oh, yeah. I played the Atlanta Improv. Yeah. It was, it was all right. I mean, yeah, totally. It was it, weird. They didn't have their shit together. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have their shit together. It was in a weird part of town. Uh, and no one came to shows. <laughs> That's but the big thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on the second level of like an adult indoor mall, you know, restaurant, yeah, a, a mall complex, and it's just hard to find. And it wasn't affiliated room. with the rest of the improvs. They just bought the name. There it is. So like there they didn't have the promotion engine or the money or the like they didn't even have like a real website uh it was so weird uh <laughs> that reminds me of the new theme park coming out dave's knee land dave's own theme park it's true we bought the disney trademark yeah and, but it's my that's, that's disneyland has like. mickey mouse dave's knee land has mickey house <laughs> And <laughs> I, want, I want to open a stand-up comedy club, but I want the uh, the ceiling to be like church level high. <laughs> you know, I want it to be so incredibly large that you know sound is not functional. <laughs> so yeah, it was like a new club in Atlanta back then. The reason it was dope for me was that I am a fucking LA comic, mm-hmm. and so I'm not like in the system of the road, and so I couldn't get feature weekends unless I was featuring for a friend. And so I think to this day is the only club that i like got in their system as a booked feature by the club yeah on the road yeah and um i think that was it was because of mike and uh so mike booked me this weekend and i was featuring for mark pitta i don't know if you remember him okay yeah and uh pitta like the bread right. yes yes hampton P- 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 yeah i got it yeah. do you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was sick on the road and i had a hotel in the neighborhood and i was like taking a bunch of vitamin C and shit and uh, my like stomach started to like get sick right before the show but I started to feel better um, yeah stage, the, stage health kind of tricks you sometimes because yeah. there's such an adrenaline rush I, I know it sounds stupid but like but it's true typically right before showtime you start to feel very alert yeah uh, so it's like your body's tricking you into being like I think you're fine yeah like yeah you can make it I went to the show uh, it was just host, feature, headliner, and there were early show probably fifteen people because it was the Atlanta Improv, and it's a it, just <laughs> imagine yeah. like hell yeah, like Hampton said, cathedral level fucking ceilings, stupid high ceilings. It's like a four hundred capacity venue, and ten. Oh yeah. Is the amount of people that they require <laughs> <laughs> to keep do keep the oh, show yeah. going, and it's you know the improv actually kind of shout out because they do a service sometimes where they'll like curtain off part of the room, totally. You know, like at least they'll do that, but still in that size room, yeah, with only ten people, 
the idea of comedy is laughable. Totally. Like you would have a comedy uh-huh. show in this gigantic yeah. warehouse for 10 people. Dude, I mean, and to, I, to their, to Albanese's credit, I mean, it had nothing to do with fucking him. I mean, no, he's obviously just, just booking the features just and he brought in good people and they did like whoever was there that night made the show like not that bad but anyway it was <laughs> so because of that they sat all the people right at the stage there were 15 people crowded Smart. right in front of the stage so that's an important detail to know for this story <laughs> because they're so close to me that i was like looking down at them and kind of walking back and forth on the stage and i could only like talk to individual people at a time and i'm just sort of scanning back and forth right so like Five minutes into my feature set, so <laughs> at is like typically, folks, uh, 20, 20 minutes, 20, 20, 20 25 minutes. minutes. Yeah. I think I was doing 25s, and uh, yeah, so I'm five minutes in. I go to, I'm like feeling so much stomach pressure. I'm like, okay, between these two jokes, I'm just gonna let out a fart, oh, no. and I just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just I, just, it? I just fucking. It wasn't, I didn't, dude. <laughs> you know what? You know what's amazing? If, if a comic planned this, yeah. truly the funniest comic in the world. You know what I mean? Like, you just go, hey, folks, guess what? I've got an opinion. And you just fill your fucking pants with shit. Like, if you time that as a bit, Dave does this every set, six minutes in. He's the shit pants comedian. <laughs> What am I going to do? Shit my pants. <laughs> pants cam. Everyone uh, in the front row. Yeah. He's doing it again. Here's my plan. I get 10 mm-hmm. strangers mm-hmm. <laughs> off the street. Paper them. Give them free tickets. Mm-hmm. Put them in a warehouse mm-hmm. and they have to watch me shit my pants. Totally, dude. It's fucking. Dude. I Okay, so here's the thing. It wasn't a full turd. It was, I like, but it was like a ball of shit exploded out I mean, of just the like, thing. hit when the it, back wall. If you shit your pants, <laughs> I don't think it can be a solid law. You know what I mean? You're no, but I mean, it wasn't a full a shit. I, I'm trying, I didn't fill my pants is It'd what I'm saying. It's kind of weirder if you took a nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, hmm, damn. Wow. Cons- consistent. I Good. feel healthy. I feel healthier. Um, no, what I'm saying is I didn't fill my pants up. It wasn't like a whole shit. It was a partial, it was like a partial shit, a small partial shit. It was a fart, and then I, so it was like, just like a wet clump hit the back wall of my pants, right? And so, and the reason that's an important detail is, I'm so sorry to gross you out, but like, is that it wasn't enough that I like had to just go, so I just did the rest of my set. And, uh, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> yeah, dude. To be fair, there's no, there's no way to leave. There's no way to leave. Totally. The there's headliner's no way to fucking Ladies expecting 20 more minutes. I have, please understand, this happens to literally every adult human being. Sometimes. I have shit my pants. <laughs> I have to go now. Yeah, and they go, boo. <laughs> right. Well, and the, there's nothing, yeah. And you also That's throw on, awesome. like, nowadays, were that to happen to me, I would probably do that. Like, if it happened during a headlining set... You work it in. I would be like, listen, this is definitely, obviously, going to be a bit that we talk about, but can we get the feature in here? I just shit my pants a little bit, and I'll be back in five minutes. You in the front row. You ever shit your pants? (laughs) Yeah, not really, though. You ever shit your pants? Yeah. I have. That's relatable Right now. Right now. 
It would be weird, but it's then we'd the make a thing weird. of it because I know everything will be okay. I mean, it would be the only real option. <laughs> but I was like three years into stand-up. No one else features me. Oh, yeah. I want to come back. I don't want to fuck over the headliner. I don't want to fuck over Mike, who booked me and believes in me. So I was like, <laughs> fuck, dude. I got to do my 25. And so, but here's the thing by like about minute 20, like I said, oh, I'm at, these people are crowded in front of the stage oh, and I'm walking back and forth. Every time, I, I would t- every time I would turn to the left, a woman at the far corner behind me would just burst out laughing. So it, it was like clear to me during my set that there was a stain on the back of my pants. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dang. Did you <laughs> yeah. not learn to wear the brown pants? <laughs> Dude. Did you not learn the comedy rule wear she, the brown this pants? This woman is just like dying laughing. Just Holy like Holy just like shit. This, I am a story in her life, for sure. Oh my god. To this day, that woman is like, let me tell you about the one time I went to a comedy club. <laughs> Oh my god! I know, dude. The comic I, was scared to see me. Yeah, <laughs> he shit his pants. He was so scared. My friend I was with didn't oh believe me. God, but then the stain kept growing, and I I loved it. So that's incredible. So here's here's the best part for how I acted, dude. I said goodbye. I went up to Albany's after my set, and I was like, "Hey, man, um, I'm sick, and I kind of this is what I said. I'm sick, and I kind of sweat through my shirt, so I gotta drive back to my hotel and change, and then I'll come back." And he was like, "Oh yeah, fucking whatever." Oh, there so was I a was like, "Show." There was a late show too. Fuck! <laughs> oh my god! Dun dun dun! So holy fuck! I, the reason I said that is I was embarrassed to tell him I shit my pants. Right? So I go back, I change, I drink a bunch of water, I show up. Ready to go, and I'm like, and I'm like, even reinforced to Mike. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, I was. I'm glad I changed my shirt. And he was yeah. like, totally. And then, and then <laughs> I right, get on I stage. Like <laughs> he introduced me. I get on stage, and immediately I say, I shit my pants at the first show on stage. <laughs> nice. Because there's just some there's a difference between how I feel on stage and off. Yeah. I was so embarrassed. I was like, no one can know. And then I get a microphone, and I'm like, I shit my pants. Uh, I don't care at all. <laughs> and then I got off stage, and Mike was like, Why didn't you tell me you shit your pants? And I was like, I don't know, man. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I shit my pants because it is embarrassing and I he did Good Heroin my weekly show in LA recently and I brought that up to him and he didn't even remember oh, that's so fucking funny <laughs> guys please honestly this would be a great entry into this new style of the podcast because I feel like it's one of the most relatable things yeah. it's so fucking embarrassing but literally every adult has shit their pants and it's weird because when you're an adult it's always in an adult situation it's like I was on a date yeah I was doing my job I yeah. was you know out in public you know and it's not like your parent could be like oh I'm sorry you're like yeah. we'll get out of here so please guys totally your we want to do a show about story. actual relatable things actual things that people relate yeah. to but everyone there's like a stigma about literally <laughs> everything that is normal yeah. being sad shitting your pants you know yeah, we'll the, get deeper, but let's start with pants shitting because it's fun to be embarrassed. Thank you for bearing with us in this time of transition. Uh, check out, uh, look for on the Patreon, patreon.com slash suicide buddies, um, test episodes of both of our side project shows. Uh, go to his show, February 22nd, the movie riffing show at oh, Dynasty nice. Typewriter. Come see me on tour all over the country. Tickets at DaveToTheRoss.com. And we are fucking pumped, dude. I Man, 
This is good. Yeah, it's good. Y'all Ever is a fun name for a show, oh, too. hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um, wanted to do it at one point. Yeah, we, we've been wanting like, to do that we for- We can't not do Suicides, Dave. <laughs> oh, Let's just slog through this for another couple months. <laughs> and look, we realized that some of you listening, that's not going to be your cup of tea, that you're here for the history or specifically the suicide. And we get it. We respect that. And we love you no matter what. But uh, we hope you stick with us. And we know a bunch of you will. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm just excited. I and I, what I'm saying is too. I, I, I feel you. Whatever your decision is with the show, we get it. Yeah, but stay here, or we'll be mad. You know what? Double down. <laughs> Join the Patreon, yeah. Patreon.com/slash/suicidebuddies, and write to us uh, funny uh, shit in your pants stories at buddiesbuddiesbuddies at gmail. Yeah, dude. You guys are the best. Take care. Glad you're alive. Glad you're alive. Always. Bye bye. Thanks for listening, folks. If you're actually actively thinking about suicide, we would hope that you would call 1-800-273-TALK. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They do incredible work, and they are better equipped to maybe deal with such a serious thing. Dave and I love you, and we want you back each and every episode. Thank you. Podcast Network.